friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. Um, Llewellyn. Yes? I wanted to share something with you real quick. I I know we did this review a little bit ago, but I am in complete agreement about the hot beverage with the International Delight Friends Manhattan Mocha Hazelnut Okay. versus cold. It is so much better in the cold. Wait. You like it better you, in hot? No, it's so much better oh, in okay. cold. Okay, got it. Yes, I'm. I'm with you. I still you. haven't like, tried, I tried it, in it cold, hot, so I can't give a okay anything. But I tried it hot because I was like, well, let me see what like Llewellyn's like you know experiencing, and I I it, it tasted uh, it tasted completely different, yeah. which is so strange. It the flavors I felt like came out more in the cold than the hot, and so I just felt like I should like recap and share that. Um, for our friends who have been like considering it, it is, I like it much better in the cold. And I think I got like the good end of the deal by the fact that like, I just happened to say, well, I'm going to try it in cold. You can try it in hot. <laughs> nice. But anyways, um, that's all I wanted to recap on. Um, happy Valentine's Day, I guess. Yeah. It's a holiday I mean, I that I don't technically- really celebrate. I know, me neither, but we're like trying to get ahead of it. So there that's it. That's all that's all there is. So we can just get into the episode. Okay, cool. All right. This week we watched season six, episode five, correct? Yes. Um, titled The One with Joey's Portia. Yes. Written by Perry Rain and Gigi McCreary, directed by Gary Halverson, and originally aired on October twenty first, nineteen ninety nine. Joey finds keys to a Porsche and pretends the car is his to impress women. And Rachel tries to have her marriage to Ross annulled on the basis of his mental instability. Yikes. Ah, yes. Okay, let's just get it out there now. Do you say Porsche or Porsche? Okay, I used to say Porsche because I was ignorant and didn't know any better. But then I have um, one of my girlfriend's husbands used to work on cars. And one time when I said it, he was like, Porsche. And I was like, oh, is that is that how you say it? He's like, yes. I said, okay. So I have changed it to Porsche. I'm, I'm going to be I, real I just, honest. It was because I didn't know. I always have said Porsche, and I don't like saying Porsche, so I will probably say <laughs> Porsche. So just deal with it, y'all. It's funny because, like, despite the mispronunciation in the one with the Thanksgivings, Joey is technically right. Like, it is Portia. Um, but you're not alone. Many people do oh, think I know. the E is silent. My roommate watched this episode um, with me, and I paused it at one point, and oh. I looked at her, and I was like, how do you say that word? And she's like, I've oh, always clever. said Porsche. And she's like, but let's ask Google. And so she Googled it, and it obviously it oh. says Portia. Right, right. But I'm like, I just don't like saying that. So if I say Porsche, it's because I'm American and that's how I say it. <laughs> so just let it happen. <laughs> okay. Deal. Um, okay. So we'll get into it. We open in the soft open and all the friends are hanging out at the apartment and Ross and Rachel storm in. She is fuming as she tells the friends that Ross didn't, in fact, get the annulment. And Phoebe immediately over-exaggerates her upset <laughs> to this news. Just makes everybody oh, know that she doesn't know, even though we know she does. Um, Ross still doesn't think it's a big deal, but Rachel just looks at him and like 
basically deadpans like what were you planning on waiting until we surprisingly have a baby one day to tell me that we're still married um and again phoebe like over exaggerates her like the test at this whole thing and rachel finally just like calls her out like look he told me that you know and she's like liar and just (laughs) continues to be over the top about it um yeah she was so funny she was hilarious and then we end the soft open with chandler asking ross a very important question he's like can you let us know if any any other of us are married to you yeah for peace of mind (laughs) i loved when he when chandler was like when did you think this was a successful marriage (laughs) right right (laughs) one thing i didn't love was rachel's shirt the fact that it was like plaid in the front and then like a block color in the back and that she had it like rolled up past her elbows. I was like, who are you, Chandler? Like, when did that become cool to like roll up your whole sleeve past your elbows and not just like to three quarters? I don't know. Her whole vibe in the first part of this episode, I did not like, but I just wanted to call it out because the shirt was so weird to me. I thought it was like a plaid shirt and then all of a sudden the back was like a completely different just box color. Interesting. Or block color. Yeah. All right. So we get into the main part of the episode and we're in the cafe. Um, Monica and Joey are getting coffee when he discovers keys to a Porsche on the counter. And he asks Gunther if it's his. And he like quickly says. Sassy Oh my gosh, I loved him. He quickly tells him like, no, I make $4 an hour. So that would take me like 350 years to make money to to be able to buy that car. Um, Yeah, I saved up for 300 years to buy it. (laughs) So Joey then like turns to the cafe and asks like, is anybody own this car like are anybody looking for these keys and then monica just tells him like put it in lost and found um and he's like i didn't know we had one of those and lo and behold we find a missing shoe that he supposedly had forgotten and just walked home yes um so he decides because he can't find an owner that he's just gonna leave a note on the car and so he goes to do that um and at this time phoebe comes back from the bathroom and claims that she has something fun for Monica and Chandler to do. Watch three puppies. Monica. Which, uh, yes, sign me uh, up. Yeah, Monica is like exactly like we would be super excited. Like, yes. But Chandler is like, um, no. Immediately says no. So as she's like turning to leave because she's gotten them to agree, she lets loose that it's actually not puppies it's the triplets and frank and alice need somebody to watch them and she's afraid so thanks for doing it and starts to walk away um before monica and chandler obviously stop her and it's like okay puppies and babies two different things yeah um yeah (laughs) and chandler reminds her like okay now it's definitely not happening but monica is excited because she you know is like oh this will be a perfect opportunity for us to practice for you know when and his face is just like getting bigger and bigger and bigger and she's like for when babies come to visit yeah (laughs) Yeah. she like terribly sloughs it off yeah she's like her face is like like didn't didn't really get that one past him um and also i do think there's a little bit of like interesting like continuity like in later in in the later in the series in the one where Chandler doesn't like dogs we learn that Chandler can't stand dogs and would not even begrudgingly agree to puppy sit so it's a little bit of like maybe outside of his character to like 
I mean, I guess I can see why he was sort of like, eh, like hard to win over when it was even puppies. But like, I think based on a future episode, it would have been like a hard no for him. Puppies or babies, like anything, regardless. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, So then we head outside and Joey is leaving a note on the window to this car. And as people are walking by, they're just like complimenting him and the car. And he's like at first telling them like, oh, it's not mine. Like, I'm just leaving a note, whatever. And then he turns and like realizes that this very attractive chick has Mm -hmm. talked to him and is interested in the car. And so he decides in that moment that he is going to pretend it's his so he can get hot chicks, basically. And that's really all we see at that scene. I don't. I don't really. Have you ever stopped and been like, "Nice car"? Uh, no, not at all. I've never. I don't understand that no. at all. Unless I'm at like a yeah. car show, where the point sure. is to do that. Where the point yeah. is like you're showing off your car, but like just like some rando. I'm like, I don't care if it's a McLaren. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then we head back up to the apartment, and Rachel is kind of just like contemplating where she's going to live because now that she has all this news she's like i don't want to live at ross's i'm not living here she's like i have boxes in both places like where am i going to live and at the same time phoebe is telling her that she has a problem because denise is gone for a while and she's not going to have any roommate so rachel looks at her and is like well obviously like why don't i just move in and that would solve your no roommate problem Yes, it would. And this excites Phoebe. Um, and then we find out that Denise isn't coming back until December 26th. So Rachel makes some sly comment, like, maybe she's Santa. And Phoebe's like, ha yeah. And then her face changes and is like, oh, my gosh, what if she is? Mm. <clears throat> um, and then Ross enters. And Rachel, like, immediately gets snarky. He has come with papers, a court date. <laughs> Uh, he's like the apple of my yeah. eye. <laughs> like, yeah. She's so petty. Um, he has the papers, a court date for the annulment, and a promise that he will take care of it. But of course, Rachel doesn't believe his promise because he has already promised this and not <laughs> done it. So she says yes. that she is going to take care of it herself and starts like filling out the papers. And this whole time, she's just like letting him have it, like still super angry. And then she claims she's like, I have never been this mad at you before like when has there ever been a time that i've been this mad at you and ross who's an idiot quietly Uh, brings up the time that that he said we were on a break yeah he's like not even the time i said we were on a break and she's like oh yeah yeah like dumb so dumb also um i know this is the passing but like i love when phoebe considers for like a split second that her roommate might be Santa Claus. Yeah. She sort of like gets wide eyed. I just thought that was really funny of Phoebe because she, she and her and her relationship with Santa is like well known in this, yeah. in this episode or this series. Okay. So then we quick cut back to the apartment, but we now have the babysitting crew with the triplets. Um, and Monica comments yeah. how cute Chandler is holding little baby girl Chandler. And he has a mm-hmm. flashback to high school when he had a coach that called him that, <laughs> which is funny. Um, That's hilarious. And then one thing that I really loved about this episode is the many moments when, like, it was just Chandler's face and, like, noises that happened. 
So like this is one yeah. of them where he's so he, he explains that he has this flashback of like the days when he heard that as a kid. Um and then his face starts to get all scrun like scrunched up and he's like, um, Phoebe, I think I think this one needs to be wiped. I think we have a situation yeah. going on here. Yes. Um and so then he proceeds to tell her, like, all right, you're responsible like each of us are responsible or no, Phoebe tells him first, like each of us are responsible for our own baby. We all have a baby. You take care of said baby. And he's like, no, no, no. I don't think mm-hmm. it works like that. I think we need to be playing it more defense offense. And we should all stick to our own thing. So Phoebe will wipe. Monica will diaper. And I'll just hold the little cute hands because they're so cute and they fit in my finger. Um, yeah. He honestly is really cute with those babies. It is. It is super charming. Yeah. But he has no clue what he's doing. No, none. Um, so, I think that's why he was like, if I can just keep defeating, I feel like I've got that. Yeah. Down. Yeah. So then we quickly cut again back to the apartment and they've got a system of changing, putting the diaper on, putting the clothes back together. Um, all three of them are helping. And then Joey comes in and tells his friends that he's getting a ton of attention just being around the car. Um but he fears that just standing there, people aren't going to believe that it's actually his. So he wants to wash it. Mm-hmm. And he asks Monica if she has um, a bucket and soap, which of course she does. She's Monica. But not only that, yes. she also has a slew of other things, including wax for a car that she doesn't own. Mm-hmm. But we learned that she had to clean this really dirty car that was outside one time. And Chandler. Yeah pokes a little farther and she goes and maybe six others with it mm-hmm. yeah because that would make no sense why would you have stuff to clean a car if you don't have a car but it's monica right yeah definitely monica thing yeah so then we head back outside and joey is waxing the porsche um while talking to somebody about how fast the car gets in the city but upstate it gets even faster and saying claiming he has a place up there even though he doesn't um, mm-hmm. And then finally the owner comes back and is very turned off by the fact that this random guy is waxing his car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Joey asks him, like, can I just have like five more minutes with the car? And he's like, dude, no, like I need to get home. So Joey tells him he's gonna, he would keep his spot for him. Like, I'll, I'll save this for you. So you like have a spot. And he's like, no, no, no I'm, I'm never coming back here. Yeah, he's like, I'm never coming back <laughs> He's like, I don't know what kind of like never theater back. show or like street theater you're doing here, but I'm <laughs> never coming back. Theater. I thought that was such a funny way for him to be like, I don't know what's happening or like if this is street theater. Yeah. Like the fact that he even gave him like the benefit of that doubt was funny to yeah, me. It was hilarious. Um, so he leaves and the Porsche is gone. I will say there's a little bit of a continuity thing. The first time Joey is shown with the Porsche, the windows are closed. The second time he's shown, the windows are open. So when the car owner comes back, he gets in the car and doesn't mention anything about Joey having the windows open. So either the window should have been open or closed both times that Joey was shown with the car. Or the owner should probably have been maybe upset that Joey opened them because that would have meant that Joey was like in the car and perhaps maybe even drove it. Yeah. So there's just a little bit of a weird like thing there. Good catch. Thanks. Um, so we head back up to the apartment and the babies are sleeping and Phoebe claims that it's not that hard to raise kids. Um, but Monica remarks like two hours is very different than a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Which is 
valid. Um, Chandler comes back in and he's super excited to show the kids this action figure toy. Wait a wait a minute. Can I? I'm so sorry. I thought that we had not gotten to this part yet, and I completely missed it. What? Um, the first time where they're all sitting there with the three babies on the floor. Mm Something that like two things that I noticed. One, when when Chandler was trying to put the baby powder on, there was no baby powder coming out, and that bothered me. <laughs> but also, there is a very distinct moment when the camera comes back to like a ch- like ch- with Chandler in it, and Matthew Perry is looking off stage and waving at somebody. That's hilarious. Like he does a quick he does a quick little like hi. So it was either like the crew or maybe the baby's parents are right off stage. But like you you can see he is not looking at something in the apartment. You can tell like he is looking off stage and waving at somebody while the cameras are rolling. And I was like, what the heck is happening? So I, I, I thought that we hadn't got there yet. I'm so sorry that I just got us out of order. But it's okay. Um, yeah. Back to Krog or Krong. Yeah, whatever. Or whatever. The- toy is anyways he enters with this toy that has a lot of small parts on it and the girls tell him like no that's way too small for babies they'll they could choke on something like they can't play with that and he's upset because he's like well my mom threw me in a in a pile of glass before and they were like um okay and he's like fine maybe it was sand and like storms out because he's mad (laughs) although i thought that was so clever yeah yeah of like glass he's like Glass, sand, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's clever. That was actually really clever. Um, so Monica asks what age babies stop putting their legs over their head um, when they're sleeping. And we find out that apparently Phoebe can still do this. And Monica is confused as to how she's still single. Um, yeah. And Chandler comes back in, still upset, but telling the women that they are correct about the toy. Um, and they're like, how do you know that we're correct about the toy? And he's like, well, I was trying to prove my point that it wasn't dangerous. And I might have swallowed the little blaster gun. And now it's stuck in my throat. Um, yes. And so Monica, probably one of the funniest lines, turns around and just says, um, we're so focused on the three babies that we completely forgot to watch Chandler. Um, it was it was good. Anything else in the apartment? Uh, n- no. Okay. So now we head to court, um, or the judges' chambers, rather. <laughs> yes. This, this part was funny. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to like sum this part up. It's just you have to watch it. Um, but Ross and Rachel are seeking their annulment on these grounds that Ross is mentally unstable, an intravenous drug user. He has lied about his sexuality prior or before they were married, and they didn't consummate the marriage right after. So these are the reasons that Rachel is giving the judge because she's petty and wanting to get she's back. She's mad. Yeah. She's so mad at him that she's like, I'm going to make up whatever excuse because he has to do it yeah. now. Yeah. So she's trying to get away with whatever she can. And it's hilarious. Yeah. So Ross is quick to shoot back. Like, I am none of those things. And he, in fact, can consummate the marriage right here if needed. Um, And he mentions, Mm -hmm. I, like, was so focused on just laughing at this part that I don't exactly know everything that happens. 
but he mentions something about like we used to conservate like bunnies when we dated um yeah and the stenographer is like making note of everything that's happening because that's what they do in the in court and rachel's like take that part out about the bunnies like we don't need to hear that um and this whole time the judge is confused like are you sure anything on this form is correct and we and rachel finally says you know like yeah the names and the fact that this is actually a marriage um and then she just tells him like look i really don't think you guys qualify for an annulment so you're gonna have to petition for a divorce yeah which is a bummer i'm surprised they didn't mention anything about like they didn't even mention the fact that they got married drunk no but she said like, did even... say in vegas so one can assume well i know but like she should have been like we were it shouldn't have even been allowed that's how drunk we were that way they could get the annulment annulment you know yeah. the fact that she didn't like hone that in as like the main part is what gets me a little yeah that's true um so they find out they have to get a divorce and now a huge argument ensues between them and they're just bantering back and forth and then the stenographer is like taking notes the whole time and finally ross turns and like tells him like stop writing that stop saying this and he's not stopping because it's his job um and rachel who is still fuming looks at the judge and is like look i'm not leaving here until you sign us an annulment like i don't want to be married to this guy anymore and the judge looks at her and she's like do you want to spend the night in jail and she's like you know what that's fine we'll just get the divorce (laughs) yeah have a great have a great night yeah and goes ahead and leaves (laughs) i love how he's like intravenous drug user like (laughs) and then she lists like the drugs and like that's not even an intravenous drug use like you don't even use that you would know (laughs) (laughs) you would know so good um yeah so then we go back to the apartment and this is probably my favorite part in the whole episode for about 20 seconds in this scene it's just chandler and monica at the table and chandler is trying to get this blaster gun out of his throat so he's just making this like noise with his throat and it is the (laughs) funniest thing it's so it was it was so good um and then joey quickly comes in and he is wearing an entire porsche themed outfit like shirt jacket hat fanny pack the whole nine yards okay that is me right now with hockey i'm like i'm i'm i just spent an odd ungodly amount of money on a hockey jersey because i'll wear it to every game of course you but it was i don't even want to tell you how much it is but that is me. Like, I'm going to start wearing all the Preds gear, and I'm excited about it. So I get I get Joey right now. I get it. I'm thinking, like, how can I get, like, a license plate cover that has Preds on it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> please stop. I love it so much. Anyway, so he's wearing this outfit because he miss, misses getting the attention that he got when he had the car, um, or the keys to the car, rather. So he makes, and he makes some joke about how only stupid people wear clothes to a car that they don't own and Chandler agrees because Joey's doing it. Yeah. Um, but then Phoebe comes back with, yeah, well only a genius swallows a small blaster gun from a toy. And just to like <laughs> nail it into Chandler a little bit. And Joey also agrees and then turns to leave because apparently he's also done it. Ch- or Joey leaves. And then Chandler motions that the gun has shifted in his throat. And now he feels like it's poking him. So Monica quickly gets up and, you know, they do what they probably should have done in the start 
um, and says they need to go to the hospital to get it looked at or taken out or whatever. And Phoebe immediately begins to freak out because she did not want to be left alone with these three babies. Um, and so she just tells him like, like, like what if, what if the babies triple team me? Like, I can't do this. And Chandler's like, look, I'm in pain, Phoebe. Like, um, I need to get this taken care of. And she's like, yeah, well, I think Kong or Krong or whatever the toy's name is. She's like, I think he would suck it up and just deal with it. Um, but they obviously don't do that. And they leave to go to the hospital. Yeah. So we're back outside and Joey is just standing there asking, like, not really asking anybody, but just like pondering out loud. Like, when when is the valet going to bring my Porsche around? Um, and somebody like walking by calls him out like, well, maybe when you're not holding the keys, um, because he's just like <laughs> throwing his keys to his house back and forth. Yeah. Um, so then Ross and Rachel are approaching and they're just yelling at each other the whole time um, about whatever happened in the courtroom. And Joey greets them with a hello, Gellers, um, which Rachel doesn't like <laughs> and storms off. Yeah. And then Ross looks at him and asks, he's like. And and says, like I do, he's like, did a Porsche throw up on you? And as he's walking away, Joey t- yells at him and he's like, it's Porsche and corrects him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they are so loud. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind. Don't mind Luen's roommates, everybody. Yeah. They're just having some fun. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. keep going. They have a small group, and every now and then they decide that they just want to randomly sing. Um, sure. Hey, I, I mean, if I if I could sing, I would sing more often. <laughs> yeah. Apartment. Back into the apartment. It's rather messy, um, and Phoebe is changing one of the babies, and she goes to throw the diaper in the trash only to knock off a vase and break it. And because she's at Monica, she decides that she needs to clean it right away. So she throws it all in the trash. Um, but as she turns back around, she realizes that one of the babies has crawled away and there's only two. So she's freaking out, like, where did a baby go? And I don't think it's humanly possible for the baby to have gotten where it got that quickly, but, um, somehow it had made its way over to the bottom drawer of the entertainment center and was just sitting in there going to the bathroom, basically using it as her toilet. So Phoebe picks her up, closes it, and says she'll deal with that later, or it'll dry or something. And as she's walking back over and, like, talking to the baby, she realizes that the other two have now disappeared. And it quickly cuts. Okay. This is the dumbest scene. Well, yeah, of course. In the entire show of Friends. Entire show. (laughs) Wow, that's a bold statement. I, every time I come to this scene when I'm watching, like, episodes and I happen upon this one, this is my least, it's, it's dumb, it's unrealistic, it makes zero sense. One of the crew members' legs can be seen when Phoebe's, like, looking for the baby. Like, when, when, like, the, and then they're both gone, like, after she finds the one how did that baby get in the drawer? Like, they can't even crawl, get alone, like, lift themselves up in there. When baby Leslie is shown, like, playing in the drawer, she's not wearing a diaper. And you can clearly see that she has a penis. So, like, it's... Yes, didn't even so get does baby Chandler. Right. I don't know if you noticed that earlier. Okay. Definitely does. Those, I, those are three boys. Uh, okay. And so that just, like, it bothers me. It, it just is the... 
it's just the dumbest scene. Like, the baby's not going to end up in the drawer. And even the way that it was in the drawer, if it were to crawl up and fall in, it'd probably be face down and not, like, sitting there. It just, the whole thing drives me nuts. I hate... It's a stupid scene with a stupid plot and should not have been done. Wow, that's a bold sta- statement. I'm sorry. It's my <laughs> least favorite. Okay, continue. I'm, I'm off my soapbox. All right. You can go. So we Take come back, back to the apartment again, and it is now even messier. Like, tables are turned over, curtains are ripped down, toys are everywhere, <laughs> and Phoebe is just reclining in the chair. And the babies are nowhere to be seen. Nowhere. So Chandler comes in and says that, the toy will have his blaster gun back in 12 to 14 hours. Um, Mm -hmm. And his face immediately scrunches at the mess that's around him. Well, I love, I love how late he notices. Yeah. Like he walks in, makes a comment, has a discussion and then notices, which is very different from Monica. Oh yeah. Monica (laughs) enters and is immediately wide eyed at the fact that her apartment is destroyed. And Phoebe is like just elated because she kept the babies alive. She changed them all. She bathed them all. And all three of them are sleeping. It's great. But Monica doesn't care because her apartment is a mess. And Chandler is just trying to like reassure her like, look, Phoebe has triumphed in all of this. The babies are sleeping. Everybody's safe. Like, it's okay. Trying to tell him like, everything's fine. And she kind of turns around and is like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Like, this is just, you know, eventually when we have kids, this is what it's going to be like. Um, and when will that be Chandler? And he turns and immediately looks at Phoebe and is like, what the heck have you done to the apartment? Because he doesn't want to have kids yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think Chandler's such a good friend here. Well, yeah. Cause he's trying to, you know, he cares for Monica, obviously, but He's also like, like, like at the very beginning, he's also like, which isn't as important as Phoebe. Like he brings Monica to like center. Yeah. And then, and then she like wins him over to her side with, you know, with her own comment. But like at the beginning, I was like, that is so like kind of him to just, it's like people smartness, you know, like he can read the room, see that Phoebe's super happy that she was able to do it herself without anybody there and like cleanliness be damned you know but like he she she was so proud of herself and he had enough like thinking outside of his own like experience to be like monica that that's not as important right now as like celebrating your friend and i just thought that was really sweet yeah it was good um so then we go to ross's apartment in the last last scene and this whole scene honestly just like shifted the dynamic of the whole episode i felt like um, but Rachel is packing her stuff that she had unpacked at Ross's, I guess. And he walks in with the papers for her to sign. He's already signed them. He, um, put the X's down where she needs to sign and she's still irritated. And he's like, look, you've done a lot of stupid things too. And she's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like what Ross? And he's like, I don't know, like flying to London to stop my wedding. And then telling me that you loved me only after I was married to another woman. Um, and she immediately claims like, look, Ross, that was different. Like I was in love with you. And then like a pause happens and realization like sets in on his face and he's like, yeah, you know what? That, that was different. Like, why don't you just like go ahead and sign? But she also realizes, I think in this moment, um, that maybe that 
this is a little bit harder for Ross because he might still love her. Um, well, yeah, the way that he revealed it was like, she was like, well, I did that because I was loving, in love with you. And he's like, exactly. He's like, that is exactly why it's different. Yeah. Like, he almost kind of had like backpedal out of his own comment because in the heat of the moment, he let it slip that like, yeah, that's exactly why I'm doing it because I, I'm still in love with you. And she realizes right. it. So she's like, oh, yeah. shoot. So then they're like tiptoeing around each other. Yeah. Yeah. So she starts to sign the papers and he's like swiping them away like super quick after she signs them. And he goes to leave and she just stops him and she's like, you know, I think I just need to like confess something. And he's like, yeah, what is that? She goes, I think this marriage may have actually been my idea. Um, and we and yeah. she says that she's starting to get her recollection back of that night. And she remembers that they had made they were eating grapes and they'd made some bet about like how stupid would it be if we ate a bunch of grapes and then she like one-upped it and was like well how stupid would it be if we got married and then ate grapes and he's like kind of starting to remember as well um and so they're having these like moments of like this is kind of what happened and he's like so one could say that this is kind of your fault and she's like i wouldn't go that far um but then we kind of like transition into this, I guess you could say sweet moment between the two of them. Um, yeah. Where, you know, he thought like, you know, of all the marriages in my life, he's like, I thought if we ever got married, they both agreed. Like I figured if we got married, like this would be the one that stuck. Um, and she agreed yeah. with him. And so they hug. It's really sweet. And he lets go and it's like, right. I need to go take these, take care of these papers. And she just reminds him in a snarky, but yet like very Rachel way. And is like, yeah, so I'm going to get a copy of those. Correct. And he's like, yeah, definitely you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anything else about the main part of the episode? Um, no. I loved the Pizza Hut comment in the scene, too. Like, just laughing about how they had to get their oh, yeah. wedding meal, like, at Pizza Hut. And then he's like, did I even treat? And she's like, no, it was, like, a part of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just, there's just a lot of feelings in the scene. And I liked yeah. it. It was good. Um, so then in the tag, it's basically just Joey trying to impress girls by claiming that he still has a Porsche. Um, but we find out at the end when somebody runs into it that it's just a bunch of boxes stacked with, a co- like, a car cover over it. So mm-hmm. he is lying that he does not actually have a car. And that's it. Yes. Yeah. Um, it actually looks like a car. Well, like yeah. they did a great job with the boxes. Like I was shocked. Um, you know what's you know what's interesting though? In my memory <laughs> in my memory, I thought the scene ended with him proclaiming, Who stole my Porsche? As like a way to like save face in front of the girls. So I was surprised by this ending legitimately. Like I did not. I thought like was that a missing scene? Like did it cut too early? I was very confused by the ending. And I was like where did I imagine this fake ending happening? But I thought that was. Maybe it was like an alternate ending that you saw. I know maybe. I like I thought I had. Because that sounds like something Joey would do. Oh for sure. Like, thinking that it was under there and then trying to save face and being like, wait, hey, who stole my Porsche? Like, you know, 
I don't know. Anyways, yeah, that was that was it. Awesome. So, favorite scene? This is a hard one because this episode didn't really stand out to me a lot. Um, but I would probably say the lawyer, the, like the divorce, when you just realize the compounding lies that are happening, like mentally unstable, drug user, intravenous, like you would know. I just think that's funny. Um, how like she's trying to ring it for everything like that she can because he's in a predicament of like groveling because he didn't do it right. Nice. What about you? It was actually hard to pick this episode um, for honestly, me. Honestly, I think it's that one spot with Chandler where it's just like 20 solid seconds of him trying to get that that blaster out of his throat. <laughs> it, like okay. I literally watched it and just like died laughing. Like my roommate was too. Yeah. I, was like, I can't. I I can't. I was like this is this is genius. And the fact that, like, it was so long. Like, it could have just been, like, a couple of seconds, but it was, like, 20 <laughs> seconds. Which yeah. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but it, that's a lot. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I have a feeling it's going to be low. What's your episode rate rating? Um, I'm going to say, oh, my God. Which is way lower than all the last couple of episodes that I've been doing. Usually I can find something pretty good. But, like, again, I hated that one ep- like that one scene so much. Didn't really care for any of the, like, storylines. Wasn't, like, I laughed a little, but it wasn't, like, a ton. I don't know. Just not my favorite. You? Yeah, I'd probably agree. Um, I think there were moments that made me laugh out loud. Uh, and I did think the ending was sweet. For Ross and Rachel but um, it just really I felt like it was almost a throwaway episode yeah yeah agreed so yeah I'd agree all right cool trivia post show wrap up yes what is Phoebe's favorite fake name um, uh, well it can't be Phoebes I think it's the banana hammock yeah I think you're right Princess Cons- No. Is it Princess No, let me rephrase Consuela this. Bin- what is Okay. What, what's okay. one of the names that she calls herself? Oh. It's a it's a pretty popular one that she calls herself. She calls herself? Yeah. Phoebe Phoebes. Uh I have no idea. Regina Falange. Oh, duh. Okay. Nicknames. That's hard. I thought it's like, okay. That's a, okay. (laughs) Yep. Anyways. I don't agree. I don't agree with that at all, but I understand it. That's more of her persona. That's not a nickname. Okay. Never mind. I'm not even going to argue it. Go ahead. What was the name of the. But I disagree strongly. What was the name (laughs) of the guy Rachel dated who looked a lot like Ross? Oh, what was his name? Russ. Yeah. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> in the nose. It's so good. Uh, uh, in the nose. Oh, clever, clever, clever. Okay. Okay, we've got quite a bit of social media spotlight, so I'm going to try and run through them as quickly as possible. Fran on Instagram sent us a reel. Um about uh, like a couple who got a new doormat and it literally says deliveries um, were Ross and Rachel on a break and then you put the 
package like on the side that you believe it is which I think that's pretty clever of a purchase um then <laughs> Victoria Solarte or Solart maybe um also sent us something from BBC News where it says a delivery a delivery men leave sofa jammed in stairwell of brand new home and she wrote pivot <laughs> Which I think is so clever. Thanks for that, Victoria. That's really, that's really funny. Um, Manang Longkumer sent us uh, a reel of this one text thread, and it looks like a spider in someone's coffee. I will not. I would not. Um, look at that. I can't. Yeah, don't look at it. It's okay. He said you all were the first people to pop into my head for real, and that's probably because of how much you like uh. dislike. <laughs> bugs it would freak me the frick out um and then uh people have just been um like interacting with my daily uh, calendar the friends calendar so thanks for reaching out and giving us your answers so i guess that wasn't as many as i thought it just um it just kind of looks like a lot so um yeah that's it social media spotlight done boom recommend to a friend got anything um, I don't know that I really have anything. I guess I'll just share like what I've been listening to lately, which is two Ooh, okay. two Broadway soundtracks. Um, on like literally in all of January, I don't think I listened to any other songs. Dang. <laughs> um, like if I did, if it did like a an Apple podcast or like an Apple Spotify like recap thing for January, like these would be the only two things. And that is the Moulin Rouge Broadway soundtrack. Oh, and okay. I figured. I kind of had a guess. Yeah. And the Anne Juliet Broadway soundtrack. Um, both of them are jukebox musicals, if you know what that term means. Basically just means they've taken... I have no idea. The short way of saying it is they've taken um, like current music or like popular music and made them into like theater style songs. Um so, for example, in Anne Juliet, they have, like, uh, Britney Spears, like, Baby One More Time. Um, Oops, I Did It Again. Like, just very popular songs like Domino, um, What Do You Want From Me? Just, like, very, like, songs you'd hear on the radio. But they're in mm-hmm. theater style. And they're, I'm convinced, I was having this conversation with a friend, I'm convinced that, like, pop music sung in theater style is probably one of my favorite genres because it's just the best it's like it gives me it gives me um an excuse to listen to the pop music and not feel bad because Mm -hmm. it's like i'm not really listening to the pop music i'm listening to the theater soundtrack so that's just how i justify listening to it um but i absolutely love both of them they're very they're very easy to listen to um and if you like pop music and you like musical theater, I would suggest listening to it. And I'm also just very obsessed with Aaron Tveit, who is in Moulin Rouge. And so anytime I can hear his voice, he's I'm okay. He's so handsome. He's so handsome. Yes, he so is. And I still really want to go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, if we can make that work, but I don't know if it's possible. But yes, so I guess I recommend those two. And if you're in New York or anywhere where Moulin Rouge is touring... I recommend going to see him. So there you go. I'll have a better recommend next time, hopefully. 
That's okay. I do not have one. Okay. So, and and we don't have any, like, in the queue from our friends. So, I will just leave it at that and say that next week we are going to cover the one on the last night. All right. We'll catch you guys next week on the One of the Friends podcast. Bye.